Oh my goodness, Frank, two years later, and we finally did it. We started a podcast. Hey, a podcast. Why are we doing a podcast? I don't know, because you asked me like uh, two years ago if we ever wanted a podcast. And I said, sure, let's start it up. Two years later, here we are. Yeah, I'm actually lying. I've always wanted to do a podcast. And uh, (laughs) hey, it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about technology and programming, probably mostly about programming, though, huh? Maybe, you know, I think that we'll get sidetracked quite often. I mean, have you ever seen us in person talking to each other? No, I really haven't. I don't no. It's kind of an out-of-body thing then. Yeah, it's actually nearly impossible. But if you were an outsider looking in on James and Frank's bromance, you would, you would clearly understand Ouch. that, that it, we do talk about development quite a bit. I mean, we run a lo- local user group here in Seattle. We both are developers writing mobile apps and some desktop apps. Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah, love the desktop. You gotta love the desktop, especially for us independent people. Yeah, just you got to be on all platforms. <laughs> I think uh, didn't didn't you release one of your apps uh, as a Win32 app at one point? Uh, yeah, Kauka is a Win32 app. I still love Win32. It was uh, all to support Windows XP. May she never die. Oh my goodness! Is it a WinForms app? Is that what has it? It literally is a WinForms app. Oh I still I, I love WinForms. It's native access to the native platform. You get exactly what you asked for, really. Yeah. <laughs> XP, XP all the way. Now wow, you, we diverged really fast there. We were trying to introduce our podcast and this new thing, and wow, we're we're just off on a tangent already. And this, this is exactly what you can. This is exactly what you can expect from from this podcast. This is Frank and James going off off beat all the time? I, I was trying to keep us focused here. This is my first podcast. Um, hopefully, it'll work out. I think you've never podcasted before. You've been on podcasts. Yeah, I've gotten to. Uh, it's a little different though. People kind of hold your hand. Um, Mm, it's just easier, right? My favorite podcasts are when you come onto a podcast and the hosts just are like, all right, and we're recording. And you're like, oh, what are we even talking about today? I don't even know. And they just like throw it at you. Has that happened to you or no? I got to record with Scott Hanselman and it was A, one of the most efficient recordings I've ever done. It was, you know, here's what we're doing, this, 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 this. And uh, uh, incredibly enjoyable but oh my God, he is so efficient. <laughs> I just it, couldn't get over it. Well, he's probably on episode, what, like 2,000 or 3,000 now? So he's got it like down that. to a science. So it was really just a matter of, can I keep up with Scott? Can I keep up? With, no, I can't, but I'll try. I'll keep trying. <laughs> well, I think that's when you, get, when you get so efficient. Like I used to do a podcast about movies. We did over 200 episodes of them. And by the time you get to episode 20, 30, I mean, it starts to really become a well-oiled machine. You're just like, boom, boom, boom. So when, you, when I listen to... Uh, you know, Joshua Topolsky, or I listen to the talk show, right? Uh, I, I get encouraged because it's just like so, it's like bread and butter. It's just like, here it is. It's a formula is down pat. It's great. So I was hoping now that we can do that, hopefully, uh, here on Merge Conflict. Yeah, with a lot of programming chit chat. Because I know. think so. Uh, so uh, you threw out a lot of names there. Should we go over uh, the podcast we love? No, we shouldn't do that. No, we shouldn't do that. I love all the podcasts. But since uh, you did throw out names, I want to say uh, uh, shout out to the uh, Mac community too, Marco Arman and John Syracuse, uh, Merlin and Matt, all those people. We got a lot of people to live up to here, James. We do, but I think we'll, we'll get it. So what, what do you think, Frank, we're going to be talking about on this podcast? Uh For me, I just want to talk about some topics. I want to talk in a, in a, I want to pick a topic and then just talk about our history with it, how we feel about it, our day to day interactions, that kind of thing. Basically, I just want to chit chat, have some, some focus, but just chit chat. 
You, you know what we really need to be doing on this podcast is that when we podcast, we need to just not be sipping water. We need to be doing this over some sort of scotch or whiskey, or really taking in the topic fully, if you will, because that's the way to code is to really over a nice, a nice, uh, a nice scotch or whiskey, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree with you, but I think we're going to impose some time limits on this podcast because I think we could easily go two or three hours, but that's just not smart. It's just not nice to people. If we want anyone to listen at all, maybe we should keep this thing down in size. That's a good point. I think that we, when we talked about it, there's a lot of podcasts out there, some really short, some really long. We want to try to be that, that sweet spot in the middle where you get some, you get some oomph and then just a little bit more to really finish off the topic. Uh, and you know, I think all of our podcasts, there's no really hard limit that we're going to stop at. We never want to stop just because we have to hit a number. You know, we, we're not going to be like, oh, every episode's under 20 minutes or every episode's under an hour. It's very uh, disciplined. That, that's a very honorable goal. It's awesome, but... It's hard to do. I mean, I think for us, it's like 40, 45 minutes, 50. I think that's what you're going to expect. And for me, I really want to dive into these topics. I think it's such an amazing time to be a developer, whether you're just a kid getting started or you're, you know, veterans in the industry for 10 plus years. I think it's just such an interesting time. Even um, recently, we've just been talking about .NET Core and just about all these other topics, really kind of interesting things for .NET developers. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, uh, and and some of the more boring topics too. Like recently, I've been filling out Excel sheets, supplier documentation, and writing documentation for my own app. So maybe we'll delve into the boring stuff too, but we'll try to keep it entertaining. We got to do it. I mean, I literally just had a conversation with the .NET team, uh, with the PM of .NET, my good friend Rich Lander. I don't know if you know him. I got to meet Rich. He's the best person on the planet. Actually, we are now Facebook friends. So pretty tight. Whoa, look at that. I am now official co-workers with uh, the Rich Lander, by the way. Is he your boss? Uh, No, he's not my boss. Uh, No, darn. darn. No, Joseph's still my boss. But we had a big conversation over platform agnostic or platform independent as the phrase. Uh, I I went all out on it. It was pretty pretty advanced. It's one of my pet peeves. I really loved it. It was great. Just a that's semantic what, that's a, argument, a syntactic argument. Which one is this? It was it was in documentation. It was a, as you were talking about documentation. I was reading the documentation for .NET Core. Yeah, and I saw platform agnostic, and I'm like, well, it can't. Yeah, what does that mean? Can you can you define it? I'm curious. So that's the thing is when you go and you define agnostic. I actually got called out a few years ago because I would use you know platform agnostic like everywhere. A lot of a lot of developers say this, and if you look at like techie terms, platform agnostic means platform independent. But if you look at the dictionary, agnostic is a religion, so <laughs> so it's really hard for a platform to be religious in an yeah, agnostic way. Uh, maybe the dictionary fails us in this one. Yeah, yeah and I think like the second or third definition down, you could use it, but I'm like, let's just change but that. It's to not a useful, then. yeah, term yeah. if you got to look in the dictionary's third definition. Yeah, yeah, not so useful. Exactly, and for me, that's what's kind of interesting is as you dive in simple topics like documentation, we document things differently, but also just verbiage and what you document becomes such important facts. So, I think hopefully stuff like that will really dive into. But you know, before we really get way off track and start talking about defining words in a dictionary, yeah, should we tell people who we are? Do they know who we are? Who am I? Who are you? I don't know why they would know who we are. I hope not. That'd well, be kind of creepy. Okay. Well, maybe well, follow us on Twitter. Here, uh, I'll try to kick things off. So I know your first name. It's James. It's James, that is correct. Yes, it's James. Could you tell me a little bit more about yourself, James? 
Sure. So I'm James Montemagno. I'm a principal program manager at Microsoft on the Xamarin platform. Very fancy words. You like that? I didn't know any of that. That's actually really interesting. Please that continue. Is, that is correct. Well, and all that fancy words means is that essentially uh, my goal is to make the, dot, the, the Xamarin platform amazing by taking feedback from the community. But really my history goes way back to when I wrote one of my very first programs in just you know, C++ and then Turbo Pascal when I was in high school. Nice. Oh, dude, Turbo Pascal, what a great language. Ah, we have some commonality there. Oh. I, I was a Delphi or Delphi user and a Turbo mm. Pascal user. Because yeah. it's not just Pascal, it's Turbo Pascal. It, it's important, it's faster. It's, it's way faster. I used to make... Uh, Did you have a full version? I never could afford it. So I always had the version that you couldn't save the files. Oh no, we can save the files. This was in high school. I don't know how they did it. They must got educational uh, thing. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah, so that was where I really started. I remember in high school, this is 2000, I don't know, something like 2000-ish. And my old program, my old math teacher, who was teaching a C++ class. You could take basic or C++. I skipped basic because all my friends had already done it. Now, here's the thing. I was going to take basic, but all my friends already took basic and they were showing me all these cool programs that they were building. I'm like, what? You can make this stuff, little games and all this stuff. And I was a game nerd growing up. On, on, on what? Like an Apple II or on the calculator? On like a calculator. On a calculator. calculator. Sorry. Cool. Yeah. And I was like blown away by this. I was like, this is so cool. I want to do this. So they were all going to be in the C++ course. And I was like, I need to be there. So I got a special pass. I went straight to C++, 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 C++ wow. right? But then wow. we also learned Turbo Pascal. We did a bunch of other things. And I decided that I wanted to be a video game developer because that'd be sweet. What else could you want to be back then? I mean, that, that was the ideal job for any nerd. Exactly. I was I like, jet fighter pilot, but that yeah. and video game. Yeah. And then I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do with my life. I was just always grew up around games, um, Nintendo kid through and through, Nintendo fanboy through and through, still to this day. And uh, so I went to school, made games on the Xbox 360 for a long time, uh, did that. And then I graduated, had some games released on Xbox Live Arcade wrote printer software for four years, and then I finally... I'm just going to skip over the printer software days. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that over the course of the next 10 years. Yeah, and then I, then I decided to write mobile apps. I got into that, went to a big event up here in Redmond. I was in Phoenix at the time. I moved my entire life up to Seattle to start a small startup, building apps with Xamarin. Five yeah. years now. It's been five years, Frank. I've been here for five years building apps with Xamarin. It's so cool. And now I, uh, you know, uh, after the acquisition, work at Microsoft now, but get to do the same awesome stuff. But... Like, that's just me. I just love it. I just love, I just, I don't know. I love the current world that we're in of open source apps everywhere. And I, I found C Sharp. When did you find C Sharp? Were you like C Sharp one? Oh, I was, I found C Sharp when I was in college. I, I kind of even remember the night that I downloaded the uh, language specification and oh started leading the, reading the grammar for the language. But I didn't actually get to use it for quite a while after that. I actually read, I knew the language before I ever got to use it. <laughs> I found it, I was writing a lot of Java and a lot of C++ at the time in school, uh, a lot of C++ in the games. And then my, one of my instructors was like, here's this thing called .NET, and this is this language called C Sharp. And I, oh, I fell in love. It was like love at first sight. It was just like, oh my goodness, like this is like, it's just elegant, like an IDE that just works. I knew Visual Studio, it was an IDE that worked. I fell in love with it. And I mean, that really became my passion is just really, oh my goodness, just falling in love with C Sharp. But I mean, every time I see F Sharp, every time you show it to me, Frank, I get intrigued. I'm not going to lie. I get yeah, intrigued. A, I'm not going to write it. It's a cute little language. I hear you can do some <laughs> things in it. So that's what I do now. I love to push code. 
and write a lot of C sharp. But from my you're, understanding, you're wearing, I, I'm sorry, the listener can't see this, but James is actually wearing a C sharp shirt right now. That's my it's entire wardrobe. Bright green. Yeah. My entire uh, wardrobe. Fully consumed, I think, is how we would classify you. <laughs> I was walking around today just to rep in. But from my understanding, uh, you're Proclarum. Uh, that's my second name. <laughs> and, talking about things that happen in college. I, I don't even know the backstory, so maybe one day. Uh, yeah, it's not that interesting. That's why I don't tell it to anyone. <laughs> Aren't they always... No. My, 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 my nickname, Mots, just doesn't mean anything. It's like a, it is. Actually, I got to hang out with your friends for the first time. I finally got invited to a casual outing, and everyone called you Mots. I was like, who's this Mots guy? Oh, well, James will be along soon, I hope. <laughs> So, so what is, what is this? Okay. Who, who is this Frank? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, we actually have a similar background. I got into programming because I played way too many video games and I just somehow wanted to start programming them. So yeah, that same exact introduction. Uh, went through the normal path, uh, basic on the Apple II, all that stuff. Anyway, we'll skip the full history just because we'll fast forward, but I'm a freelance independent, uh, developer. Are those words? I'm an independent developer, I'm freelance, whatever. I don't really have a boss. I run my own company. I write apps for the iPhone, for the Mac, for Windows, for anything that looks intriguing. And I sell them, and I cross my fingers, and hopefully I get to pay rent the next month. So I think free, freelance independent. So freelance, I think freelance means you take, you take on contract work? Yeah, I used to do that. Okay. We've all done that, right? Yeah, um, totally. But thankfully, in the last few years, I've been able to live solely off of the apps that I sell. So that's it. So that's the independence. So we'll go freelance, progressing to independent developer. There you go. Very nice. And we miss out on a whole bunch of, of history of Frank climbing <laughs> mountains, working at, at a whole bunch of companies. Um, I've, I've had a good uh, past in programming. I, I, I don't want to bore people by shoving it down all their throats right now, but um, hopefully I can tell some fun stories along the way. What was your favorite growing up? I mean, you got introduced to, to program. What was, your, what was your favorite up until like where you're at now? Let's say but pre-mobile devices. Del- Delphi, Delphi, Delphi. Really? Uh, did you ever, from Borland. Uh, so you were a Turbo Pascal, but you never made the leap to GUIs? Never did it. So what is Delphi? Delphi is Visual Basic. Everyone get in your heads, picture of Visual Basic. But Damn. imagine instead of 16 controls that you can drop onto a form, uh, Delphi would come with hundreds. And they really perfected, my, my friend used to make fun of me uh, back in the day. He said, uh, you don't actually know how to program, you just know how to drag and drop. And I was really insulted because I really wanted to be a programmer back then. But now that I look back, I'm like, darn, I wish I could return to those days where it's just a lot more drag and drop and all that. So I, I guess I, um, I, I started out in, like I said, basic, Turbo Pascal, C++, but Delphi was kind of my favorite. Delphi is where I learned the most, where I learned GUIs, where I learned Win32 programming. And oh my God, what a great IDE that thing was. So you were impressed by the original uh, .NET IDE Visual Studio, but mm-hmm. up until that version, it was nothing compared to Delphi. Really? And even oh yeah, Delphi was such a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 my first IDE was, uh, or I think I think real IDE that I used was Visual Studio six, uh, which is pretty good. We're on fifty. Yeah, that's a good 14. version. 1415 is coming up, I think. So I wrote some real apps in that. I wrote MFC. Did you write some MFC? I did not. No, I did not write some MFC. I did not <laughs> C++ want to. Plus MFC, those. 
That was some good times. I I probably did it Canon, actually. I mean, uh, it's there was so much complexity in the project. Hard to avoid it in Visual Studio Six. It really is. I probably did. I don't want. Maybe I just don't want to go back to those days. You know what I mean? It's like every time I mention WCF, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I did it. So just to describe how messed up my life kind of is, just yesterday I was programming C++ MFC app on Windows. Perfect. <laughs> sounds, sounds lovely. Sometimes you just can't escape technology. Can't escape it. So, Frank, we do conflict on quite a few things, unfortunately. No. How did we get this show title? Tell me about this merge conflict thing. How, well, so, so that's a good question. So I remember you coming to me and you said, we need to name the show. If we're going to create a podcast, we need a name. Because without a name for a podcast, what is it? It's, it's just a link. It, it has like, yeah, it's a domain name, I guess. Well, you got to buy the domain name. That's you got to get the Twitter. You got to get all those little things, right? Uh, so we went and we're like, well, we're going to be a developer show. We want to talk about de- developer things. Yeah, we, we got to put that out front. Uh, yeah, if, if you're looking for philosophy, probably not the show. Though, no. whatever, everything links to philosophy eventually. If you're looking for a movie podcast, this is not it. If you're looking for right. a, this is not, maybe I'll mention on occasion, but I haven't seen any movies recently. But uh, you know what, uh, Heather, she actually has not seen Independence Day, the original one. Oh, wow. So we were going to go, we were, in, we were in Whistler for my birthday and uh, we were going to go see a movie and they had the new Independence Day, which I heard was terrible, but a friend said it was good. I figure I'll go see it anyways. Granted, there's no Will Smith. She hadn't seen it yet, so we're going to watch it. No tonight. Will. I'm super excited. Wait, did, is that a spoiler? There's literally no Will Smith. I, he wasn't in the trailer, so I assume he's not. He wasn't on the IMDb page. They Luke Skywalkered him, maybe. They probably, yeah. <laughs> so we went into a spreadsheet, like every good developer does. And what, what do you, we're big Git fans. Yeah. You and Heather? No, me and you. We're big Git fans. <laughs> I'm bringing this full circle. And we decided, you asked me how we got the name of the show. So we yes, decided sir. we were going to write a spreadsheet of every developer terminology, especially when it came to Git that we could. And there were some good ones, but but Merge Conflict came up and I was like, oh, I think this is it. And granted, the MergeConflict.fm was available, the Twitter handle, the Facebook page. And I think it's because while, while we often... Frank and I have a very smooth merge in ideas. Auto merge. Often we do not. Auto merge. Often we auto merge. Often we auto merge. But often we do not. For instance, Hmm. if you ever see me present on Xamarin, I will I will show you this bar charts and graphs of a very popular application that Frank made one time. And everyone will ask me, wow, why is the iOS application only sharing 70% of code, but the Android one is sharing 10%? I'll say this to them. I'll say, listen, I'm an Android fanboy, but Frank, he is an iOS fanboy. And he likes to really put some oomph in his iOS apps, like (laughs) iCloud and all this stuff, all this like fancy UI design and animations. I'm like, so he puts a little bit of an extra attention in there to his applications. and I think that's what's interesting about me and you is that we are both mobile developers cross-platform. Sure. And there's certain platforms that we enjoy and certain platforms we don't enjoy. I agree. Um, <laughs> without going into all the platform stuff, uh, we do have different lives. It's surprising how similar we are. But uh, at the same time, when reviewing each other's code, when talking about user interfaces, our discussions get animated and they tend to take a lot longer than you would think. Uh, so we're opinionated. 
uh, we like to express those opinions and conflict a little, I guess, to hit it right on the nose. I think so. To, to a point that when the first time I met Frank, we were at a Xamarin meetup to drink up thing over in Bellevue. Do you remember this? Oh, it was a fun night. I remember it vividly. I had a few Jamesons, but um, <laughs> I mean, I only had like two, but then me, I'm pretty lightweight. Give me a glass of wine. I'm done. Um, and uh, Frank was sitting there. Someone introduced me to Frank Kruger and I go, Kruger Systems LLC? No, Inc. Inc. Kruger Systems Inc. Whatever. That's right, incorporated, much better than LLC. No limited liability for you. Costs more money. Costs more money. I do have refractored LLC, which only costs me 200 bucks a year. 75 bucks. Oh, ooh, sorry, we should talk. No, we should talk. Maybe the ink is cheaper. So I met you, and I was like, oh, SQLite-net guy. And then we talked about shared preferences and NS user defaults for two and a half hours. It's important stuff. It is very important. Stuff. You can really go wrong with NS user defaults. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. I, I one time shipped an app update and I messed up the NS user defaults. I have no idea what I did. I can't remember. This is four years ago. And if you were if you were updating from a certain version to a certain version, it would just crash your application. Like the sync couldn't work and it threw an exception. I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. Something, and this was like iOS six, right? So I, you know, um, four week approval times, oh, that kind of stuff. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. I remember I finally fixed it and I did an emergency iOS uh, update. Uh, have you done a lot of those? No, no. Frank's, uh, Frank's great, one. high quality one. one. I do like one a year. Yeah, I, I, I do definitely have a bad reputation for my uh, 0.1 releases are way better than my 0.0 releases. <laughs> but fortunately, I've only had to do one emergency. I've had one denied once. Whoa. Really stunk because I really did make a major mistake. <laughs> and thankfully, um, thankfully, people are pretty tolerant. That's and good. We, we made it through. We made it somehow. through. It's it's really difficult. I don't know. It's just crazy. And so we talked about NS user defaults for two and a half hours. And then two and a half years later, four, four, f- five years later, we're here. Can you believe that? We met five, four years ago? Four years ago. I can't believe it took us this long to make a podcast, oh, honestly. I, I'm going to take half the blame for that, maybe even 51% of the blame for how long this took us. But okay. yeah, um, we've had a lot of fun conversations and it just turns out we're like, we should record these because maybe someone out there will get some benefit out of it. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think the people will like it. I think the people will like it. Well, you know, I know we wanted this episode, we wanted to go into new topics. We wanted to give a little introduction. Hopefully everyone now has an idea of what the show will be. We think you're going to love it. Not just like it, love it. Yeah. I at least you'll grow to love it. We'll, we'll just grow on you, right? Yeah, we'll grow that, on that's you. That's how things work. <laughs> yes. James is the upbeat one. I, I'm the more mellow, <laughs> level-headed me one. <laughs> Frank keeps me in check. That is correct. Be neutral about us. I, I'm aiming for neutral. <laughs> so, Frank, this show, we're, you know, people can find us online. Do you know yeah. about this internet thing? Uh, I know that we registered the same username on pretty much every service on the internet. It it took us about two years, but slowly but surely we created an account on every service. So you can find us on Twitter as, help me out here, James. 
Well, they're all Merge Conflict FM. <laughs> Merge Conflict FM everywhere. Any website you go to, just search for Merge Conflict FM, you'll get us. But maybe we'll give them some direct links too. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes where you can find us, uh, not only on Twitter, but mergeconflict.fm is the website. You'll be able to find us on, I'm going to try to get us into iTunes, uh, Google well, Play, a Stitcher. Where else are people listening to podcasts? Download, direct download? Like Google Play head. I, People use something other than iTunes. Oh, I you know I use um what do I use? I use a pa, a different app for. Uh, let me let me go to the Play Your Store. directory. Yeah, I, I don't even. I, I you know I'm a PC user, man. Um, what is that? Pa, I, I thought they ported iTunes to the PC. No, I use Pocket Cast from Shift Shift Shifty Jelly. That that's a that's a great app. I used that one before. It's great. Yeah, it's really good on Android. It's the orange one, right? That orange is the everywhere. Orange yeah. reddish. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The uh, I, I use that one. I love it. Really good. Yeah. It's, it's worth the, the download. Now Google Play Music they has had it good fonts in. back in the day. Oh no, they have some really cool features. They have like really cool integration to like search and share and watch integration. Um, it's really cool. Oh my my app does all that too. You know. Oh, is, is is that your official podcast listening app? Is your app that you made for podcast listening? It turns out you should dog food your own apps. Yeah, <laughs> you should. You should. Well. I use Pocket Cast. Um, we're going to be in the Google Play Store. We're going to be on the iTunes. We're going to be on the Stitcher. We're going to be on the direct download. We'll be in wherever podcasts are. We would love if you would tell us how we did on our first episode or just email us, mergeconflictfm at gmail.com. Yes, please send feedback and try to do it in a public forum. Uh, emails are great, but I'm terrible with email. Maybe James is a little better. I'm terrible. Uh, Twitter's probably the best place to get a hold of us. I'm sure we'll get a Facebook account eventually, but let's go with the Twitter for now. Perfect. Well, until the next episode, the first next episode, uh, I'm James. You can't wait. You can't wait either. I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Until next time. Goodbye.